from Mortar to Hogwarts to Gotham, the nerds have come together to create a show for nerds by nerds. Join nerds doing nerd things as they talk about all things nerdy. Stay up to date on the show by liking the Nerds Doing Nerd Things Facebook page. Now it's off to the show. Take it away, nerds. What's going on, wrestling nerds? I'm here with James. Yo, what it do? And it's me. It's me. It's AJC. And we're going to be talking about our five favorite wrestling finishers. It could be from WWE, TNA, WCW, AEW, you know, et cetera, et cetera, New Japan, Ring of Honor. So with how we do our top five lists, this is how it happens. We both constructed our top fives, obviously, and say if I, my top five is his top, like his number two. We're going to punt so we don't talk about it twice. James, are you ready? I'm ready. I've been ready. Ooh, I was waiting for this moment. This is my WrestleMania moment. <laughs> you mean our first wrestling show wasn't your WrestleMania moment? It was, but it was like this. This is my redemption. This is like my big moment, my bigger moment. Every wrestler says their, their WrestleMania is their big moment. Order twentieth. Order fifteenth. And I'm just having fun that we're we're doing all this. I'm enjoying doing the podcasting. I really am. Plus I get to hear about everybody else's thoughts on stuff, which, you know, it's not me fighting inside my own head. <laughs> so James, yeah. top five finishers. What is your number five? All right, my number five. It has to go to the badass Billy Gunn, the famous sir. Really? Yes. I actually that didn't actually make my list, but I I do like it because now Dolph does it, so it kept it going. But yep. let's hear why you like it. For me, it was just I guess it captivated me because that was something interesting and new for when younger James was like, "Yo, I never seen a wrestler do that before." I'm like, "He just completely just threw his butt in his face." I mean, Ozzy <laughs> Pryor, this was you know. I would say probably just a little bit before we got Rikishi and the butt cheeks of doom there. But like God, he'd fit a you, whole dude's head up that guy's ass. Yeah. It was some nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it was just I was just starting to like them too at that time being. And like Billy Gunn just caught me. I thought he was cool. Wasn't really digging his entrance music because I guess the lyrics are a little questionable to me, but at the time, <laughs> I'm like, ass, man. <laughs> I like the stick em part really caught me. I was like, what, 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 what? <laughs> but <laughs> the famous sir for me was just, ah, uh, it was one of those moves where I'm like, even as a little kid, I played a wrestling game that had to be one of my top moves. Why? Because I like to jump. I love to run, and I felt like that just captured the energy of a match, especially if it's done the right time. The famous circuit just be pulled off. Perfect. It had to be the right people in the ring to sell it, though. Oh, yeah. You're literally jumping up and sitting on their head. Well, exactly. you're not really sitting. I, I, I'm pretty sure their head is like on your leg and everything, but instead of the curb stomp with, with your foot, it's with your leg. And I always thought it looked cool. I, I enjoy how Dolph can just do it out of nowhere and now he I, I like Billy Gunn I really do but there are some things that a person with 
their move set like Dolph where he'll get all the way up in the air like what the hell is he doing and then come down into it like how yeah. they do some of those big ass DDTs yeah right? I could definitely agree with that yeah you got anything else for that before we jump over to mine oh no no go into yours like I'm really excited to hear what yours are <laughs> well mine are pretty generic they really are my number five is not a normal super kick. It's one that starts in a corner with pounding of the foot into the mat. Oh, sounds like a toe tapper. <laughs> it's it it's the sweet chin music. Mostly because you're able to hype it up so much as he's, you know pumping up the crowd and all that. And then he just explodes and just kicks the dude right in the face and if it's one of those matches where it's not just, you know, boom, boom, doom, boom, 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 done. It's, you know, if it's like a half hour, 45 minute match, and then he just kicks the dude and just falls over like a lifeless body on top of lifeless body. It, it, the crowd it, goes wild. it looks like he just put everything he had into that one kick just to see if it, if it finishes, you know, the opponent. But I got to give it to HBK with, you know, it's it's still a super kick, and the super kick I think is used way too much now. But to me, he he oversells the the, the super kick on that, and it works to my opinion. Oh no, I agree fully. Well, what do you got to say about it? Oh my god, you you knew a match was set. It was like, oh, it's a Shawn Michaels match. Okay, when does he drop sweet chin? Okay, get it? Oh, he wins. Or, oh my god, I can't believe he did it win with that sweet chin. Oh, what, we're getting another one? Oh, it's another toe-tapper for sure. I think, like I said before, I love the energy he puts in with it. It it has to be one of my favorite moves in general. Like, that, that's the one I love joking about when at work. I'm like, keep keep messing around. You're about to get a sweet chin music. Like, <laughs> dude, just, uh See, my... I forgot what match it was. I think it was against Randy Orton where he couldn't use it. He couldn't use mm-hmm. the sweet chin music. And then he went to go do it and Randy Orton like dropped to his knee and nut shot at him. And I'm like, oh, I would never be doing that move again. <laughs> I also I, think of um, his match with Ric Flair. Oh, the I'm Grown sorry, I love you. Yes, grown men cried with that sweet chin. Oh. Oh, I just got goosebumps thinking about that because I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> not that. And you could see it. They played that so well. Oh, my God. You know, so it, well. looked, it looked like HBK was crying, which he probably was because I'm guessing they were actually friends and all that stuff. I mean, I would believe it. I all right. Love- Let's jump to your number four. <sighs> Okay, for me, my number four, since we already talked about this kid and the limitless potential he has, I'm going to have to throw it in with the zigzag from Dolph. Wow, I see how we tied in there. That was pretty good. (laughs) Unknowingly tied in there. (laughs) It's like we talk about Dolph. Dude, this, the potential he has in the ring. I love the guy. Like, 
he he became one of my favorites slowly but surely but he became my favorite and then he showed me why he should stay my favorite every single time he's in that ring from when he was fighting with kofi and i love that feud granted it went kind of nowhere but i was loving the energy you got from both of them and then it's just I loved early's I love early Dolph, especially when he just came out of nowhere and caught with his exact. Or oh cool, ran into the turnbuckle and they come directly right back out stumbling into his exact. It was he had certain combos that were really impressive with this finisher. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And like, it was like, yeah. Go on. Well, no, I was just gonna say it was like he can uh, it's another move you can hit out of nowhere. Yeah, And he has hit it out of nowhere. And I'm a huge fan of Dolph just for the fact that every match you get from him is going to be an amazing match. It sucks that he doesn't win a lot. He has that, what, one or two World Heavyweight Championship reigns. But he's got so much talent. He really does. And he, he puts everybody he's in the ring with, win or lose, you know, on another level. And just hitting that zigzag on some of the big bigger dudes and it's kind of comical where he goes up for it like he's going to hit it and the big guy doesn't move and he just splat right back on the mat. <laughs> but Is I it? really I really enjoy watching, you know, that move because I it's it's one of mine in the game because I think it's an oh my god move um off the ladder or something like that. Yep. And oh if if, <laughs> if they can just go through the ring It'd be great. <laughs> you got anything else for your uh, for your uh, zigzag? Actually, in general, I was going to say probably what our top five list is like for the people that are definitely going to be listening. You guys can definitely give us your favorite top five moves. Yeah, but hit I, us on the Facebook page. But I think for both of us, it's like it may not be the most popular wrestler. It may not be someone you even know. But like when we tell you about how these wrestlers, like how these moves, just like amaze us and how we're just like i mean to know. be fair mine are pretty generic but that's because i i imitate i imitated all these moves growing <laughs> up but that's the thing even the generic ones still left us in oh my god mode like yeah that, uh yeah but please go on i need to hear i need to hear your next pick like my number four mankind mandible claw i love you Oh, I know. I know. I know you do. <laughs> is this one of yours? No, it's not one of mine, but thank you. I was like, hey, Nick Foley, oh. man, deserves the love. Like, Oh, just when he shoves his hand down the dude's throat and, you know, how they play along with the, oh, my God, he's past, He's getting kind of choked out from the mouth side, not the neck side. And it's how he incapacitates his opponent. And I'm like, that's creepy. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Call my brother over. I want to try something on you. <laughs> Mr. Sacco. Might be uncomfortable, but... <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's, the mandible claws will be pretty much Mr. Sacco, too, just with a dirty sock. Yep. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, God. He just pulled that out of his... Ugh, and you're just putting <laughs> that guy in the... He just shoves it down the dude's mouth, and I'm like, mm, I'd rather be hitting with a spear or something, or you know, throw me off the cell a couple more times. I'd rather not have a dirty sock in my mouth. <laughs> but I, 
I've always loved the move because it always incapacitated, you know, whoever the opponent was. And it's so iconic to mankind and Mick Foley because, you know, you got the mandible claw on one side and you got um, Mr. Sacco. Yep. They're just so fun to watch. And, you know, it also helps with the Mick Foley character, you know, Cactus Jack, Mankind. Um, shit, I can't think of the other one. Dude Love? Dude Love. I almost called him Brother Love, but I'm like, no, that's the guy with the red face. <laughs> <laughs> but he that that move for him, I wouldn't say made his character, but definitely is an, a very an effective finisher. Very effective. What do you got to say about the Mandible Claw, James? That That's another move, once again. It's like, you know what? It can be very generic. But I feel the right person does that, does it in the right time. Obviously, Mick Foley. He just, another person who made such a, such a generic move, something so popular that, like, I was the next day I went to school, everyone in a recess, like, outside during recess was trying to do it on each other, which is really weird. But still, nonetheless, it was just like... <laughs> It's the popularity, like I, I love it. Now let's let me ask you with this: Are you okay with the fiend using the mandible claw? Can I ask you a question? Yes. There's a there's a bear crap in the woods. Well, usually in the pool or my pool, <laughs> but but <laughs> well, that's not for this podcast. But okay, why do you think the fiend using the mandible claw works? Because he's, for me, I feel like he's almost like the new generation's answer to having a mankind in a way. Okay, that that was kind of that was the answer I was expecting to get because I can make that connection as well. So yeah, continue. Oh, do you want me to go with my my top, or do you want me to just no, keep? No, I thought you wanted to continue with the uh, mandible claw. Oh. No, 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 no. We can go on to the next one. <laughs> You're excited to get to the next one, aren't you? Ooh. Go for it. <laughs> uh, for me, it is... Uh, <clears throat> since we were just talking about him, another combo play here. Sister Abigail. Jesus. Is it me... <laughs> before you get into... Is it me or does Sister Abigail look like the Crossroads at all? Yeah. <laughs> Did I just ruin that for you? No, I still love the movie regardless of the situation. Once again, that's what I love. It's just some people just reusing some moves and then they just make it their own. <laughs> I will have to say, though, the first time I saw Sister Abigail, I may or not, may not have been freaked out by it because, one, to see a guy of that size crab walking directly to you. Yeah, that is that was a little weird. Yeah, I was like, bro, this is this is. This is creepy. I'll go full Consuela from Family Guy. No, no, <laughs> oh no, no, no. I agree with that fully. I was like, he did. Wasn't, it. Isn't there a story on when John Cena was in the ring with it and he saw it? He actually got freaked the fuck out. Yeah, I feel like that was actually a story, like actually a true story. That. And uh, it's true because when I even when I was at the live events and he did, and I'm like. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't like spiders. See, you, for me, you could stay over there, sir. 
that's what made me like Kumi more was just that. And also too, like you said, when you're playing, like obviously when you're playing wrestling games, for me, it was, I'm like, oh, it's that time of the day. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Crap, I'll go over to the point. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> I think I also love about the move is the kiss on the forehead. Yes. Kind of I like love the kiss of death. Yes. Yes. I was like, it has a very gothic play with it at the same time. It's just like, mm-hmm. I kissed you, so you go to the other side. Slam. Like, I think the thing I could definitely say about our, our favorites there is a lot of your wrestling moves are definitely poetry in motion. Yes. We're not talking about, you know, Jeff Hardy poetry in motion, but yeah, kind of. At the same time. <laughs> so, wouldn't this have been... What would you have thought if this happened? You know, when... I, I don't know if, like, cult leader Bray Wyatt or the mm-hmm. fiend Bray Wyatt, either way that, you know, whichever character... Can you imagine when he does the kiss and then gives him the sister Abigail and finishes the match starting like the next week, whoever he hits with the sister Abigail and wins the match over, you know, starts being in the cult and everything. And what would you have? Cause I think that would have been pretty sweet. That like, actually would have been cool. He gives him the kiss. And is like, you are mine now. And then, you know, does what he does. You know, kind of like with uh, Daniel Bryan where he got on his knees and put the arms out and everything. It was like, take me. I'm yours. Kind of thing. Honestly, like that, that would have been pretty cool. dope. Yo, for real. That really, really been cool. And that's how yep. they make his, like, cult and instead of, like, you know, just, you know, Harper, Rowan, and Braun, you know, you could have really grown that, well, a little bra- um Daniel Bryan too, but you could have grown that. And no, they could have been like a major powerhouse. So that, my number three. <laughs> you finish your, your your oh my god epiphany. Yeah, you just like caught it with that. Like now my brain is just like brah, dream factions. <laughs> <laughs> so my number three is kind of based off what my intro is. Instead of it's me, it's me, it's AJC, we're turning it back to 1990-whatever, six, seven, <laughs> around there. And I'm going to go DDP with the diamond cutter. Granted, it's a cutter, but for some reason, when he hit it, he it's not like any other cutter. It's not like a, a jump cutter, you know, like Randy Orton or... Uh, or um, that uh, shoot Devon and Bubba 3D where it's you know yeah. you're, you're pushing the guy up and then hitting the cutter or a twist of fate or even a uh, a kill switch something about DDP's diamond cutter you know he's got the whole insignia with his hand as he's setting up for it and then he does it and it's like game over it's done match is good you know, good and over DDP, take the title and leave. (laughs) (laughs) I, for some reason I've always granted, I've always thought he was cool because I've always enjoyed his character and Mm -hmm. I'm talking WCW, not in WWE stalking undertaker's wife. That was, that was stupid. Yeah. I just, I just thought the cutter was a hell of a move. 
and it's another move you can do anywhere. You know, top rope on, on the turnbuckle, drive their head into the mat, or, you know, you just twist the dude around and then bam, cutter. You got anything on the diamond cutter? Because I, uh, I know I've tried putting doing it to you a couple times with, you know, fail after fail <laughs> after fail. I definitely do love the move. Like, I love it in general. I think I also, what was it? I think it was the remark he made to Randy Orton at one point. He was like, yeah, because he goes, it's not like we have the same finisher and all. And Randy was just like, yo, I made it better. And that looked at DDP and was like, yo, like, I will lay you out with it right now. Like, <laughs> I don't even think Randy Orton made it better. Yeah, it's a jumping cutter, and he can hit it in like different ways. Like, look at Seth Rollins at, at Mania 31. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like the way DDP does it. Because I, I, I go back to where he turned doesn't really turn where uh, Nash and I can't think of the, who the other dude was where they thought he was joining the NWO and then just bang cutter. And then he's like, it wasn't me. I swear it wasn't me. And then, and then Nash runs at him and he just flips him out of the ring. And, you know, it's, it's, it's got, it's like surprising moments, but so does the RKO, but I don't know, something about DDP's character and the way he just, you know, you know, throws up the, uh, the diamond, the diamond cutter sign, and you you know the match is almost over. Yep. So we're moving pretty fast, dude. We got to slow down. <laughs> oh, no, Actually, and, I had a couple questions for you. Out of the whole entire top five, I would say our top three for divas finishers. Mm, Widowmaker is definitely one with Victoria. All right. I think that's the one where she has somebody like up backwards above their head and just lets them go and they go face first into the ground. Mm-hmm. I know it's rather recent, and even though the wrestler wasn't that great, I do think Nikki Bella's rack attack was pretty sweet. It it turned into like a kind of they have him up at the fireman carry and into a swinging RKO kind of thing, which I thought that was pretty pretty dope. And I've always liked Trish Stratus's Stratisfaction. You know what? That's fair. Just just because she bounces off the rope as she's got somebody's head in like her like her hip area, and then just drives their head into the ground when she sits down, I'm like that's pretty cool. And then I think Mickey James took it over for a little while. Yeah, I guess she did. What about your three? All right. Well, one for me for a special shout out for someone the Oscar Lock. Is that for Megan? Yep, that was for Megan. <laughs> I've grown to actually really like love and appreciate Asuka. Like now, getting to watch some of her older like rest, like Japan, like Japan, like Japan wrestling in general, like and then coming over mm-hmm. here, watch her, it made me appreciate her more. And I have your to number say, two is my number two. Oh. Well, no, you. I thought you were done with with Asuka. Oh no, no, I was done. I was done. I was done. The mid kick. Really? Like the, the Chuck Norris women roundhouse kick? Yep. Well, granted, it's not a roundhouse. It's a backwards <laughs> roundhouse. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know why, though. Because it's the energy Mickey James puts into it. Oh, my God. You, you, you're right. <laughs> she, she does go all out for the character and everything. But 
the Mick kick is pretty dope. Right? See? There we go. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to say this is my favorite, not because it was a really good move, just because the uh, Gale can eat the feet. Really? Is that what it was called? Yep. I didn't know that. Like, I can picture the move, but I didn't realize that was the name of it. <laughs> Every single time they hit it, I would just laugh nonstop, like, eat the feet. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Cookie Monster right there. Eat the feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, James, what? now that we're in our top two, what is your number two? Uh, my number two. It's the FU slash attitude adjustment. Really? I, I yes. actually don't have John Cena on my list at all. But I was thinking about the STFU. <laughs> but you went full, you know, FU and say attitude adjustment, which... I'm kind of shocked at because I always thought the the STF was a was a better move because a lot of people didn't get out of the STF while people started kicking out of the FU for God knows how long. But go for it, dude. Yeah. It's your top five. I just threw my two cents in there. For me, like I said before, I started to appreciate Cena definitely during his Doctor of Thugonomics phase. So, did you ever get into the I hate Cena? Yeah, don't you? No, I couldn't. I was a Cena boy through and through. Still am. Are you one of the people that have the Marine DVD? Huh? Do you have the Marine DVD? I'm not answering that question. I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) I may or may not have seen 12 rounds. I got the Marine 12 rounds. (laughs) Not the second, you know, 12 rounds, but the first one. Yeah. The fun one. <laughs> <laughs> the only good one. Oh. So keep going, dude. That was one of my favorites in general because I tried to pull that move on practically all my friends. And this is before James had the muscles here. Like, so just see tiny James trying to pull the F you on people. Just, uh, you can't <laughs> see me. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, that, that move is just fun. It's fun. It, to me, it's fun. I remember because I was there at WrestleMania 20 where he picked up the Big Show and did it to the Big Show for the U.S. title. And uh wasn't expecting that to happen. And then he did it and won the title. I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. I can get behind, uh, I can get behind Superman. And then I remember, I forgot what pay-per-view it was, but it, it was the Big Show and, and Edge where he picked them both up. Oh my god! And he, like, I don't know if you've noticed. Like, it might just be me seeing him, but from Cena, from like 2002 to about 2010, was like one physique of Cena. But from 10 after, it feel like he was all like even more jacked and everything. Yeah. Like I feel like he was like a small fit guy early, and then he got like huge, huge. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I noticed that growth myself too. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I, I couldn't imagine him picking up the Big Show, and then he picked up the Big Show, and then <laughs> when he picked up Great Khali and put him through the, uh, the light, 
just like, well, damn. Well, what can't you pick up? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he can support a family of four on those shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> i'm sorry everybody but when me and james get to laughing about stuff we get to laughing about stuff but let's move on to my number two gonna go all the way back to rick flair the figure four leg lock when he when he got that move in it was game over it was done on the on the outside chance of them for some guy off reason it doesn't work it's it it's all scripted to you know put a little weakness in a submission move which all submission moves have is if you flipped over and the uh the power of the on the opponent's legs it now reverts back to you but i always thought it was cool because you're really putting the dude's legs in a knot and now that charlotte and the mid well Let's start with the Miz. The Miz has the traditional figure for leg lock. Yeah. And I think it's it's to pay a nice homage to Ric Flair. But the way Charlotte does it now with the figure eight, having her opponent's legs like straight up in the air, I'm like, how is that comfortable? <laughs> I just, it's effective. It looks effective. It looks painful. And I'm pretty sure outside of the dirtiest player in the games, the game hitting people in the balls, the figure four leg lock won him a lot of matches. Yeah. Got anything to say about it? Because, you know, Ric Flair is, you know, Ric Flair, Mr. 16-time champion. I was going to say, yeah, like, I feel like if we go to talk about, like, why we love this move so much, that that alone could probably be, like, an hour. Like, I feel like any match he ever slapped it in, like, you were just like, okay, good luck to your opponent. Because he's about to have a bad time. It's like, yep, yep, yep. Look at him funny. So, Look at him funny. Want to hear, hear something weird or funny that, you know, me going back and looking at old matches and everything? You know when he would go to the top rope and do the axe handle off the top rope on the dude? Yeah. If he ever hit the axe handle, he lost the match. But whenever he got, you know, the dude got up and then threw him off the top rope. He mm-hmm. ended up winning that match. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but oh, I, it was like weird because every time I was going through all these matches, I'm like, hmm, check mark on that one, check mark on that one, check mark on that one. I'm like keeping a score. And I'm like, this is either a weird ass coincidence or he's allowing the losing wrestler to get his shit in. <laughs> I don't know why I see you watching the recordings, but I see you doing it like old school 90s reporter style where you have like 20 TVs and you're just watching different recordings. And then as you're shocked, cue the X-File theme in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Law and Order. Check one. (laughs) Dun-dum. Okay, before we hit our number one, what is your favorite tag team finisher? Your favorite, just one. What's your favorite tag team finisher? Oh my god! Um, I wasn't really expecting to be put on the spot like this. Hey, you put the women one on me, so I'm like, ah, let me get them back with the tag team one. You know what? That that is that is fair. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know what it is for me? What? 
See, because the name is not coming to my head right now. But it's my boy, the Usos. Yeah, I can't think of it. Yes, but you know but, what I'm talking about. But describe it for our listeners. See, it's been a while since I've seen the Usos in play. And I know right now, if I'm correct on this, they're kind of they're out at the moment, aren't they? Like, they're kind of out. Like I thought one was hurt, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But keep explaining it. So if I'm correct on this, if I remember, they do the frog splash? Yeah, it's two frog frog splashes. Yep. See, because I keep getting that mixed up with um the break dance into the super kick there. Um yep. <laughs> But yeah, no, so it's just it's it's both these guys just frog splash. And what I love about it is as soon as we get on the top rope, wahoo! Boom! Like you feel the energy. You know, as soon as you see, hear that, if the crowd does not pop and scream, then you know it. It wasn't. They they weren't feeling it from them. But that's the thing. The crowd is always feeling when the Usos drop it. <laughs> like yeah. I like it because it works good against other tag teams. Because Jimmy will jump onto one and Jay will jump on the other. Yep. So I think it works out really well. And it, and for some reason they both pin <laughs> their respective guys, and you're like, well, one of them's legal. Why are you pinning them both? Oh, we don't know <laughs> which. It's <laughs> like, oh, 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 okay. I guess you're pinning them too. Oh, okay, all right. I guess they and... wanted to be sure that nobody was getting back up. Yeah. <laughs> It's the, my favorite. Oh, go for it. My bad. I was, I was just going to tie it off with just it's the energy that they both deliver in general from it because it shows not only how good of partners they are in the ring, mm-hmm. but family connection though too because that's a lot of trust coming in because you know if one person messes it up, you could be catching them in the head. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. But go, go, my friend. Go. You ready for mine? Oh, I'm ready. I'm hanging sure. at the- oh, I'm hanging at the edge of my seat, which is my bed. So I'm hanging at the edge of the bed for you right here. I'm waiting. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, my favorite is the doomsday device. Okay. I see you. Okay. I always thought it was cool. The dude would pick the guy up on his shoulders. And what was it? LOD? Yeah, I want to say it was LOD. Yeah the Legion of Doom and the other guy coming off the top rope would kind of hit like a spear into the other guy and the dude the dude that had the guy up on the shoulders just you know take him spear him go for it oh no <laughs> it it looked like a spear I'm looking at it right now to make sure I call it right but I feel it, like it's it could spear. be a clothesline too yeah and I've always thought it was cool because you're like, you're letting a dude drop off of somebody's shoulders and get their head ripped off at the same time. <laughs> yeah, he ain't getting back up, pal. <laughs> it's game over for him. Just, you know, sign the letter. He's done. Release him. <laughs> Goodbye. He is D-E-D. Dead. <laughs> he did, dead. He like Disney dead. 
he ain't gonna be back in the sequel. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's vision dead. Oh, the weapon. Oh, oof. he lethal weapon dead. <laughs> <laughs> he vents when that limo blew up dead. Oof. Oof. Too far? Too far? No. Nah, not far enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. We've come to the final. What is your number one? Mm, my number one. See, it's hard because this wrestler has I would be two. Of my- so, I would be so okay if this was our same exact ones. I'm probably feeling like it's not. It's probably not. We See, haven't been hard. close at all. No, but we have been comboing off each other like a like yes, a tight. It has been working well. Well, we've always been a good tag team. That that A and J connection right there. Boom, that's her name. <laughs> the A and J connection. So it's really my name and the connection at the end. You would have to go first. <laughs> oh no. I'm the Marchionetti of this team. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that means I get all the women? I get Sun well, I don't want Sunny now. <laughs> Alright buddy, what's your number one before we get way too far off topic? <laughs> um for me, uh do you mind if I you mind if I make this a two? A two here? Because this is really hard for me with my favorite wrestler. Sure. Okay. First off, I gotta go with the SOS. And the trouble in paradise. Really? I know. Yes. I didn't think of that. It came to like favorite finishing moves. I never really even thought of Kofi, but they are pretty dope moves. It's just go for uh, it, pal. Floor is all yours. Oh my god! The first time I saw that man hit Trouble in Paradise, you best believe I was with a group of my friends. I I saw Kofi my first time during a pay per view. I never got to see him during ECW days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I first saw it, me just whoa, what? What is that? What is that? They're like, that was his move. Like Trouble in Paradise. Like, no, they were like SOS, like or Trouble in Paradise. They're like, these are his moves, James. Like, you know, everyone else is like, Get I'm with not it. impressed. Yeah, they're like, I'm not that impressed. And I'm like, I am. Dude, did you see that style? That that uh <laughs> that, that, that flip into the kick. I'm like, dude, that was beautiful. Ah, I was like, I need more of that. Now, like everyone I know, is like, yo, Kofi is so good. And I'm like, mm hmm. Now you on the boat. <laughs> Told you. Okay. Okay. Since we're talking about Kofi real fast, when were you surprised when you realized he really didn't have a Jamaican accent? I'm not going to lie. It hurt. <laughs> I was shocked. I was 100% shocked. I'm like, I forgot who said it. Was it John Cena? I was like, what happened to your accent? Or was it Triple yeah. H? It was one of them. Uh, I feel like it was Triple like, H. What happened to your accent? And then when they did the the time machine thing on SmackDown <laughs> or Raw, he comes out to his old theme song and, and he starts talking like that again. And then Xavier comes out. We went too far back. We went too far back. <laughs> I love those work moments. Like that that behind itself was just great. Uh, like I love characters. That's the whole reason why I watch it, and it's more for the the antics. Because I love when comedy is done well in wrestling. Because it's it's hilarious when it does. Like DX was great. 
you know, that was great. The um the new day was is fun. Or yeah, is fun. Um my number one, I'm pretty sure would have to be the stunner. I'm proud of you. You're proud of me, James? Really? I mean, I was going to say just... that's stone cold of you, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably would have been better. You got the bald head right. <laughs> um... I just I just thought it was a cool move because he would hit it, pin the guy, win the match, and get beers thrown at him. And I'm like, I will do that no problem. I would enjoy that immensely. <laughs> And now that Kevin Owens does it, well, even Cena did it where he would do the springboard stunner. Yep. But nothing beats the original because he did it to everybody. It didn't matter who you were. Man, woman, he'd child. Pro- he'd, prob- he'd probably hit the 10-year-old in the first row. <laughs> Bro, everybody caught those hands from stunner. <laughs> Everyone caught a stunner. A stunner, you get a stunner, you get a stunner. Did you get a stunner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a it's kind of like Oprah. <laughs> But I just love how people sold for it. Like The Rock, McMahon. Yeah. Like they hit it and they just ragdolled. It was great. <laughs> you got anything left on it? You already said Doltec. I think for me, like my favorite thing about this center was the connection and then everyone's ragdoll physics with it. <laughs> Especially The Rock's. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I was like, The Rock, I know, it was Rock and Shawn Michaels that both had the most craziest ones, like, they would just completely flip over. I still remember, I don't remember what WrestleMania it was, but I know Rock got hit, flipped over, <laughs> and then the whole guy is standing there and leaning, and they did the, oh, oh, and he got hit with it again, like, I love those moments, like, I love the stunner just for that, like, it was, it was amazing, it was, if done correctly, it could be over the top, if done perfectly it was sold on such a level that like <laughs> you always remember it. and these and we will always remember it <laughs> yeah we will all right are you happy with your list oh oh am i happy oh you gotta Call do me. it like macho gotta do it like macho oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was trying to get out of you but yeah run over your list again Oh no, I'm perfectly fine with my list. I, I'll be no, honest. I mean, go go over it, like for the listeners, like recap. Oh my god, would we like to go through it together? Because I kind of partially have to remember everything I said because we got excited and my brain walls together. Well, I'll do mine real fast. Sweet chin music, <laughs> mandible claw, diamond cutter, the figure four, and the stone cold stunner. <laughs> All right. Do you remember yours? I remember I said I remember I said zigzag. Yep. You said the famouser. Yep, famouser. F you. Yep. Now in retrospect, I feel like that could be taken as an attack. I apologize. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it was always meant to. <laughs> I feel like we're missing one there, pal. Yeah. Oh, the Usos. Yeah, there we go. That was the tag team. Nah, that's fair. I almost said eat defeat, and I'm like, no, that was the that was the divas division right there. Yeah, it was. <sighs> Either or, no nah. fans, they'll catch it. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> you will. You got that, but thanks, guys. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, it's been fun. Always. 
Oh, no kidding. And would you like to do the honors? Oh, man, because if they don't know, I got two words for you. Keep listening. (laughs) Peace out, everybody. Later.